Welcome to Ryan Rants and Raves, a podcast series by the Quebec government office in New York. Bienvenue à Ryan Rants and Raves, une série de podcasts par le gouvernement du Québec à New York. Today, I am delighted and honored to be with a true leader within the industry, and that's seen in how he has transformed ASOS into a global retailer. I'm with Nick Payton, the CEO of ASOS. Nick, uh, thanks again for taking the time to chat with me today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Ryan, and hello to all the listeners or watchers out there. Exactly. But where I wanted to get started is, Nick, when I looked at your background, you started an audit, unless I'm mistaken, but how did you find yourself within the glorious industry we call fashion? Yeah, fashion is a glorious industry. Actually, I was a chartered accountant once. I think technically I still am a chartered accountant, and that's, uh, that was the first job I did outside of university. And so that's how I entered the life of a business. Why? I love business. I loved, uh, I find that I seem to have an aptitude for numbers, and I loved what chartered accountancy gave me. But pretty soon I moved towards fashion and retail. And the why behind that is who doesn't love fashion? Who doesn't love retail? It's always moving, it's always reinventing, there's always something to analyze, you get an instant fix, you can tell uh, ASOS now it's fashion on fashion and data on steroids, I can see the sales by territory, by country every six minutes, and so there's always something to think about, always something to fix. And the best part about fashion is it reinvents itself every few weeks. It's never standing still. It's always something new to talk about, always something new to get excited about. And you can see it landing in front of customers the following day, and you can see how they like it. And that's, that's I've always found that very compelling. So even though I am a chartered accountant, I kind of move quickly to something that I found a bit more fun. Well, what you mentioned earlier that you could see every six minutes how the sales are going, I mean, that must excite you as well as being an accountant because you see how the numbers are going. And I think it's very important to be an accountant to lead any business because that's the financial statements. You can't succeed if you can't have that basic capacity. So the being numerical and being comfortable with data and being numerate is key to any organization, especially in retail, where there's always data and numbers to process, to figure out what people are buying, why they're buying it, what they want to buy coming forward is always data. And data is one of the key aspects that powers our business, powers our customer experience, powers our systems. So it's if you're comfortable with manipulating data, it's helpful. Um, and if you love fashion too, even more helpful. It's a great synergy, but that leads me to my next question. So who is ASOS? What is the customer experience like? And you know, it's truly a destination if you, if you look at it. Yeah. So ASOS is an online fashion detailer or e-commerce business. It's designed for the fashion-loving 20-somethings, just like you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still 20 um, on my best days. Um, so we call ourselves a mission-led organization, and the mission is to be the world's number one destination for fashion-loving 20-somethings. We call ourselves purpose-driven. And the purpose is to give people the confidence to be whoever they want to be uh, through their daily fashion needs. And we're guided by our values. And, I, and I, so purpose-driven, mission-led, guided by values. Our values are be authentic, be yourself, be brave, be creative, be creative in everything you do. Never be afraid to turn left when others turn right. And do that with discipline. Whatever craft or endeavor you do, be it a sports star, a rock star, a fashion retailer, 
honing your craft through a disciplined approach is what makes it successful. So those, those, that's how I describe the values and the inspiration behind ASOS. It's a multi-brand offer anchored by ASOS Design. It's supposed to be the coolest product you can find at the swipe of your finger. It's supposed to be, when you look at it, your heart should skip a beat going, I've just got to have that. <laughs> yeah. and it's The ASOS Design has you covered for going out, hanging out, working out. And if the ASOS Design hasn't got you covered, we have our venture brand, As You, Collusion, and a curated edit of 900 of the coolest brands. And the franchise should be, if we've got it right, you need it. If we haven't got it, you need it. And so that's the, the logic behind the curation. There's about 85,000 SKUs or products online at any one moment. And 5,000 new styles go live every week. So it's all about newness, it's all about excitement, it's all about the coolest, uh, most relevant edit. And really staying on top of it. The one thing I did also note about ASOS is mentioned that you cater to the 20-somethings, but it's also tied to your values, how it's fashion with integrity. You know, I think you guys have made a great steps towards transparency and also towards sustainability. The one example I liked, which I heard, was that you're starting this, like, I think, electric delivery with the Ber in Berlin or electric car delivery unless I misheard. Yeah, no, so um, as a direct uh, approach, we call, um, from our purpose, we call it fashion with integrity. And so it's, guys, there's enough things on the planet to worry about. We will take care of that for you. The fashion integrity talks about products, first of all. Not only are they cool products, they're made with sustainability in mind. 85% of all ASOS garments are made from sustainably sourced cotton, which is no pesticides, people pay the right wages, and it's the right sort of material. We're building up our circular fashion, and our circular fashion is designed with the end use in mind. And I'll give you an example. So if you buy a denim jacket from ASOS, you will notice that the metalwork is removable, and so it's designed to be recycled. So when you send it back to us, and we take back through various collection points, you just unscrew the metalwork and you reuse them again. ASOS denim, which denim is um, a very, potentially a very pollutive yeah. um, garment. Uh, in, its main, in its main form, it's brittle and quite rough. Uh, it becomes soft and wearable with up to uh, 24 washes, if it's a stone wash. That normally takes about 1,200 litres of water to get to that softness in the fabric. ASOS Denim uses 80 litres of water and 30% of the product is from recycled denim. So we literally take back denim, spin it into new yarn and create new vintage jeans with reused denim. That's how um, we feel about our products. On packaging, we take away any surplus packaging. The only packaging that's on there is something that's necessary. The plastic is 75% uh, recycled and 100%, sorry, 100% um, recyclable. So we're aiming for 100% because we know our customers care about it. We care about it too. And people, whoever makes our garments, wherever they are in the world, they have to have the right working conditions. They have to be paid the right wages. We encourage freedom of association so they got, they've got the power to control their own destiny. And we are passionate about that. And lastly is the planet aspects. 
we are on our way to figuring out how we get to net zero. And it's something we are passionate about as well. So it's products, people, packaging and planet, all part of our fashion with integrity. So if you buy things from ASOS and these are the things you care about and we know our customers care about it, we care about it too, we've taken care of it for you. It's the authenticity and that you could trust. And I think that's sometimes what's rare for someone in my age to say when they're shopping, like, is that truly sustainable? So that's beautiful to hear that ASOS is motivated and passionate about making that change. I do now want to chat about what you briefly mentioned earlier, but data, I mean, because I think, like you mentioned, you know, you guys are a data first company. Why is it so important and to succeed in retail to have data? Because every time a customer interacts with us, we get a piece of data about what they like, what they don't like, and we use that data to serve them better. So the data is every time um, we get data every day with customers interacting, going, put that in my saved items, put that for save for later, put that in my basket. And all of that is telling us things that they care about, things that they want to buy, things that they might save and think about. And that gives us the ability to pivot our offer, give them better products, give them a better experience, give them an intuitive experience in the way that the more you interact with ASOS, the better it should feel, the more personalized it should feel. So we use that data to serve our customers better, to give them that feeling. The more you interact, it should just feel like they've got me covered. Yeah. They're using my data sensibly. They're using it to help me feel good about myself. And it's something that having like their own personal stylist, so then they recommend the correct items through the 85,000 SKUs, um, so they don't have to sift through it and within the site. Yeah, so there's an aspect in, um, within the app called My Style Edit or My Recommendations, and that basically serves you up an, um, an edit within the edit of things that we know you've liked. It's not, it's not the customers also like this, which is lazy. <laughs> this is, we've looked at what you do, Ryan. We've seen how you browse the, browse the site. And here's some products we think you might like. Here's some brands that we think will appeal to you. So we use that style edit to give personal recommendations to help that journey feel better for you. Yeah, be beautiful. Um, now I do want to talk about the news that most people are aware of, but can you share anything about Topshop now joining the portfolio, which is very exciting because I think Topshop Top yeah. Man is beautiful as a, as a brand. Yeah, they're, they're amazing brands. We think they, our language on those, right, are they are, are iconic brands. And we know they resonate with global uh, fashion-loving 20-somethings. We were delighted to acquire it. Um, and we did the acquisition um, from uh, in Christmas. As a team, we completed the acquisition in six weeks. And we, did it, we did it from our bedrooms, our homes, our laptops. We never met a, uh, anyone in person to do it. So it was a very, it was a weird way wow. to acquire a brand or a series of brands. At ASOS, we've admired those brands for a long, long time. And having the opportunity to acquire them and bring them, bring them into the ASOS family was just, just too good to be true. And we did a big relaunch three weeks after acquisition, and we know customers are loving it. Um, and we're going to breathe new life into Topshop, Topman. Um, we're going to make them take them back to where they need to be, where customers want them to be. Um, we're going to uh, re-breathe new life into the fashion on top of 
the, um, the, the products they already love. We're going to make them more inclusive. We believe that fashion's for everybody, yeah. regardless of size, shape, gender, race, religion. Everybody's entitled to their fashion experience. So we'll make those brands more inclusive uh, and appeal to a greater um, diverse audience, which is our customers. And we'll make them more sustainable. So we'll apply our sustainability fashion integrity lens and make them totally sustainable. So you can get great fashion fix with some new icons uh, to the ASOS family, more inclusive and done with sustainability in mind. So that's what we're going to do with those. And they'll be digital first. And digital first, that's very important. Even you guys on TikTok with it have increased, you know, the impressions of putting, you know, the user seeing, seeing Topshop. So that's what that's the key for the future, in my opinion. Yeah, we've been we've been experimenting with TikTok over the last four months, um, and um, you know, we think that's great. Uh, it's a lovely way to express yourself. Um, it's a lovely way for customers to interact. It's a lovely way to have some sort of gamification around fashion. It's fun. And our, our campaigns in North America have generated five billion engagements in the last four months, and so it really resonates with our with our twenty something audience. It's a lovely channel. It's just one part of our marketing and awareness driver, but something we um, we we uh, we like to look at. Yeah, and now um, it's. We mentioned COVID, but and how you mentioned that you made the acquisition all through Zoom and. Uh, and within six, six weeks, but how else have you adapted um, during COVID so that ASOS could continue to succeed? Because your numbers are great in how you guys have done during COVID as compared thank to you. others. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. Um, so we are lapping just over a year since the pandemic arrived. Um, it started out as a supply problem um, yeah. where uh, a big chunk of our manufacturing that's done in the Far East was unable to ship. Then it became a demand problem, and then it became a threat to economic lives and a threat to our customers' lives, our community's lives, and also our staff's lives. So this thing escalated really quickly. Had, I, had you and I have speculated in January last year that most of the world will be locked into, into their kitchens, bedrooms, working from home uh, with a respiratory virus, we'd have probably said, We've seen that movie. It was a bad movie. Don't bother with it. <laughs> but that's what we all live through. And it's the way that you live through things like that is follow our values. Yeah, we had to be creative about the way we organized ourselves. We set about with a couple of principles. Let's keep our people safe. Yeah. Let's keep our business safe. Let's make sure our customers know what we're doing to keep our people safe too. And so we pivoted really quickly and we're very creative in that approach. We're also very disciplined with our working uh, working approach. We quickly got everyone safe. All our manufacturing areas, we made sure they were following restrictions and were slimmed down numbers so people were safe and they felt safe. We actually then worked very hard on pivoting our offer. So there was a moment where nobody was buying going out yet because nobody was yeah. going out. And so we saw a whole shift in demand from going out gear, dresses, heels, leather shoes, handbags, to job pants, sweatshirts, sportswear, activewear, face and body, beauty and grooming. So we quickly pivoted um, to respond to that by 
you know, getting out of what um, of some products and bringing other products in to meet that demand. So that agility, that nimbleness was really important to drive our performance and keep the organization safe. We made sure, uh, and the first thing we said to everybody, actually, I should have said this, is we'll get through this. Yeah, reassuring them. We haven't, we haven't figured it all out yet, but we will get through this. And we'll get through this, and if we do our jobs well, we will come through this stronger. And that's what's happened. And so uh, that belief, that commitment, and we did all hands briefings via Teams um, every week throughout it, just to keep people in touch, keep all people in tune, people uh, aligned with progress. We did wellness uh, events um, where uh, every Friday afternoon you dial in and it was just a DJ playing some tune <laughs> on a Friday afternoon. And just to keep people same. Um, same, same, it's probably right. Yeah. Keep us. So really important um, how we did it. And I'm, I'm delighted with the way the organization responded to our rallying call and the agility, flexibility that they showed. But you know, we're designed to interact with people. We're humans, we love social interaction. Our jobs are best done by interacting with each other, choosing product together, analyzing data together, discussing strategies and issues. It's best done face to face. And so we're a big believer in breaking the current mold, making them feel comfortable, to come back to the collaborative um, space that we create for them in our offices and workplaces. I did want to ask, is, is Collusion, was Collusion, is, is that a recent um, addition to your brand portfolio? So we created two years ago, Ryan. Um, we did it this way. Um, is it, was, it was designed for the, the uh, sub-20, the you know, what they call the Gen Z yeah. audience. We, we don't do labels like that because everybody's a person. Um, but that's what the statisticians call people coming of age, uh, 18, post-millennium Gen Z. And so we did it this way. We went, rather than pushing fashion, trying to show you how and what you should style and wear something, we did it with a dozen influencers. And we got some YouTubers and we, we connected with our design teams and we said, how do you want fashion to speak to you? How do you want it fabricated? How do you want it styled? How do you want us to present it? And we've done that with three cohorts of influencers. And so that's where we came up with the name Collusion, because we did it in collusion with our influencers that we picked, the diverse portfolio of influencers. And we came up with the Collusion brand, which was literally designed by them with us, and we've showcased it to our customers. It's growing beautifully, so it's resonating. It's one of the top five most searched for items on the ASOS website, growing massively in North America, um, Canada, and US. So really excited about where that will go. We know it's great fashion. We know it's great product. But we know it's designed with the customer in mind because they designed it. It has a great streetwear vibe that uh, yeah, I, I like about Collusion. Um, it's very streetwear vibe. But, um, very, it's, it's designed to be unisex. So it's you know, so it's designed to be streetwear, designed to be unisex, designed to appeal to a diverse taste and audience, and just to be a little bit of streetwear fashion designed by our customers for our customers. Beautiful. Now. Let's let's uh, go forward to the core because it's called rants and raves. Is there anything you like to rant about or rave about? You could say one or the other. Um, 
what excites you at this moment? Um, so what excites me is always opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm excited about our teams coming back together. Uh, there is uh, our best days are when we create something we put it in front of our customers and we see them wearing it and choosing it. Those are our best days. Yeah, and those are the things that motivate um, ASOS. We love fashion, we love 20-somethings, we love everything that goes behind it. That's why we come to work. We come to work to see people choosing our products and loving how they feel in our products. That's what we're excited about. And I'm looking forward to more and more of our people uh, coming back to work. I also want our customers to be free to do the things that they know we know they want to do. I want our customers to go on holiday again. I want yeah. our customers to go to festivals again. I want them to go to gigs again. I want them to go to restaurants and bars free of social restrictions. Because that's, that's what we all love to do. That's why we're here to serve their fashion moment. But we want our customers to be free to move and be free of this pandemic. And so those are the things that give me uh, excitement and opportunity. In terms of territories, we're super excited about uh, our opportunity in North America. Super excited about our growth in Canada. I've got um, I've got three Canadian aunts um, in Toronto. Oh, great. Than, uh, rather than Montreal. And so we're really excited about growth in Canada as well. We know there's a ton of customers who love our product. And I know my aunties will be dialing in on your podcast in their mid-80s, getting excited <laughs> about seeing, seeing me talk to you, Ryan. So I'll send it to them when you send me the link. Um, so um, those are the things that I'm excited about. So you mentioned that you know your aunts are in Toronto, which is, you know, Ontario is not too far from good old Quebec and you know, I had to mention my great employer but do you have any thoughts about Montreal or the province in Quebec um, yeah I was, I was um, I, uh, 25 years ago um, when I was a student I hung out in, um, in Montreal quite a while I uh, hung out around the McGill University area I had a lot of fun there oh good um, and some of it I'd like to recall, but I can't. Whether it's age or the amount of fun I had when I was there, I don't know. So uh, I have very fond memories of that part of Canada. And um, I've got strong family links in Ontario. Um, they live in Scarborough, just outside of Ontario. Sorry, just outside of Toronto. Toronto. Well, you'll, ha you'll have to go back then. You know, when you visit your aunts, then you can make a trip. Well, first Montreal, then Toronto. So that, that would be a good way to relive the memories that you had there. As soon as as soon as the UK Prime Minister says we're free to travel, I'm on a plane. I'll go. I'll go anywhere, but I'll be definitely coming to North America because I've got a lot of business to do about relaunching Topshop and our strategies in North America. So without doubt. Perfect. Perfect. And you know, I guess to close, is there any advice you would have to anyone in the fashion community in general? Yeah. Stay in the present. Stay agile. Stay believing. Never give up. Well, Nick, this was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you again for your time. And I can't wait to hear the comments from your two aunts and, you know, some fellow Canadians that I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. All right, Ryan. Uh, pleasure chatting with you. And thank you, everyone who's listening. Merci d'avoir écouté Ryan's Rants and Raves. Suivez-nous sur Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. Thank you for listening to Ryan's Rants and Raves. Follow us on Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. À très bientôt. Oh, 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 oh,